It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and you never know who might even stop in and visit with us. Trace, Mark Peterson, you never know. Well, we know Mark might stop and visit because he's in front of us now. But that's that's uh, anyway. So you give us a call. We'll talk gardening with you. There's lots of people here enjoying the day. It's a, a nice day with uh, the the breeze out there. Uh-oh, what happened? Are you okay? Yeah, these are getting kind of old. Oh, they're getting a little fuzzy. I know. Yeah. I need to, oh, thank you. Right, thank you, Jerry. Jerry's helping me out here. All right. Well, it looks like he's fishing. Yeah, it does. <laughs> 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. There we go. Uh, yeah. I, I do have one thing. Real yes, quick. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, last week, I was uh, motoring. From Roanoke, Virginia. Oh, Lord. Through your home state. All right. But I forgot exactly where you grew up while I was was going through dead center of Tennessee. (laughs) No, it's uh, West Tennessee. uh, 42 miles east of Memphis. Okay. All right. And you, if you drove through Memphis or around yes. Memphis, no, I drove through Memphis. Uh, on the interstate, you were nine miles from my home house. Hmm. Oh, see, there you go. There you go. A little town called Somerville. Wow. Or as oh, a no, name. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Is it S O M E R? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, I remember a, from my map. As the natives say, Somerville. 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 Yeah. Uh oh. Uh. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just here. Just uh, um, do we? <laughs> so let me do some official work. Do some official work, and then. When's the last day for the sauce pack? Say that, that, that I wrote before I left for Virginia. I had, I wrote a, a terse email Woo! to everyone. Terse, because there was some confusion. Okay. The last day to redeem your coupon is the 15th of November. No, so that's uh, about a month. Right. Yeah, a little less than a month. To uh, redeem it. And that's what I want to make sure. No, they're already done. Okay. Uh, it's past the fit. Yes. It was the 15th. We're already past the 15th. So, so October 15th to right. apply for it. Okay. So, so. so that was a little confusion. Uh, there were some of the participating vendors who thought everything ended on the 15th. Oh, okay. And, uh, no, 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 no. Trace yeah, knows you, his stuff. You were on the list because I had to do that, but you were not one of the the the. <laughs> I was going to say offending vendors, but that wouldn't have been right. Yeah. So that's well, a good well, I hope you got terse. Yeah, I was terse. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Tersen and cursing. No, probably not cursing. So, so that brings up the point: is we still have plants here. We still yes, have we some do. Wonderful plants here at Millburgers, and you have to the night uh, to the fifteenth. 
Yes, don't procrastinate because uh, every day you wait, although they're getting fresh shipments in, you know, as we get we're, closer we're, and closer to yes, the holidays. The, the holidays, and that's the main thing. They're changing stock and material here. Yeah. And so that's one of the reasons we stop it on the 15th. But we still have lots of great stuff here. Sorry. True. All right, real quick. Yes. Uh, there will be a virtual home tour by the GVST. Okay. Yes. Um, the three amigos here will be doing commentary. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> teleprompter. This is my yeah, teleprompter. That's a nice, thank you. nice deal. It looks better than Carol Merrill. Your Calvin, uh, Calvin was trying to read it upside down yesterday. <laughs> so uh, you go online to register. And uh, it's uh, registering for the webinar, for the tour, at gardeningvolunteers.org. Well, one word, gardeningvolunteers.org, Uh There will be commentary by the three amigos here, Calvin, Jerry, and myself, All right. on, 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 uh, on, the, on the tour about the houses and the plants that are at the houses and uh, what should be what, what are really good plants and outstanding plants and you know what they probably are available at no burgers oh. so are we going to have video or slides or, uh, there, or not there slides is, there is video coming video already done that uh, we're going to be looking at yeah, while we're, we're going to be looking at while we're talking okay. uh, we're going to do that <laughs> 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 I, I don't know as much as it Sorry. So Jerry can talk. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, no, that's, that's the thing. Sometimes you don't even need video. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but I want to encourage everybody to go. And uh, we're working on the finer details right now. Yeah. Oh, even as okay. we speak, our yeah. best people are on. Our best people are on. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, our best, best people. people. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So, so where do we go? I just wanted to make that. that and, and, uh, and the sponsors of this in, in GVST and Saws. Saws and Trinity. Trinity Glen Glen Rose, Rose and Sarah. Conservation District. I always have to. They always chide me on that. Uh-huh. I have to do the whole thing. San Antonio River Authority. And Botanical Gardens. And what's else on there? That's it. Okay. And, of course, Millburgers. Yes. There you go. Millburgers providing the space. And we uh, this will get off, this will get uh, launched at uh, next Saturday, a week, a week from yesterday. Yeah. At 10 o'clock, right? Yeah, that's and, correct. And so, we uh, hope, we expect that because it's, we've done this thing for years and years, the tour. That there'll be um, very attractive landscapes shown that are, are are environmentally appropriate and conserve water, and so folks can learn uh, about uh, doing a better job on their landscape and get some new ideas yeah. about landscapes. Not just talking about uh, the plants, which we normally do. Uh, I, I have questions all the time on the Garden Geek is they want design. And I've been pointing out this is a really good way to look at design as well because we talk about plants, how to take care of them, but a lot of times describing design work is hard on the radio. 
and this is an opportunity for everyone to see what great designs are, uh, can be done. This is areas uh, in Stone Oak. So mm-hmm. for those of you with uh, little or no soil, these, oh. are, these are ideas which you can use. Uh, that on sounds market. like San Antonio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Are you, uh, you going to have deer, deer-proof stuff over there? Do they have deer uh, in Stone Oak? I, yes. Yeah. I, I went, and one of the reasons why I looked at many of these houses earlier uh, last month was I wanted to look specifically for that with, with <laughs> deer, deer, deer uh, proof and deer uh, resistant <laughs> yeah. plants. When were these videos made? Here's I want to say <laughs> two weeks ago. Okay. Two or three weeks ago. Good. Well, we have perspective what it should look like going in the fall. Yes. Okay. Still good. Trace was Remember pointing out that she'll have perspective of how it will look in the fall. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we wanted to make sure they looked appropriate because we were in kind of a dry period. <laughs> so, uh, we're, and we're back. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's, my fi- that's my final statement where everyone were back into watering restrictions. Oh. It is? Well, that's what we plan. As soon as we announce oh, it, okay. the next following week, is it rains. All right. Way to go. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny. It's funny, Mark, because we get, we're get we getting the same questions back again. You know, why is my lawn brown in this area here? Yeah. You know what, though, too? This is almost proven science. Trace brings in hay, it rains. <laughs> there needs to be a, sl- a little slush fund. Put together for Trace, so they can keep bringing in hay even out of season. We need rain. Let Trace get some hay. So, so everyone out there, uh, if why are we getting Sinise- hay in July? Trust if, me, just trust me. If your sinisos are blooming, yes, call Milton. Uh, yes. Otherwise, if they're not blooming, call Mark. Uh. And he'll confirm that. More and more people agree with me every day. Uh, yeah. Mark, that's a sad thing, Mark. <laughs> Remind us, too, about the, uh, we, we talked a little bit about it yesterday, the uh, CPS tree oh, program. Yes, so the, the Green Shade program uh, uh, started, I want to say it started mid, mid-October. October but 1st. October 1st, okay. Thank you, Chris. Uh, because they have changed it uh, a couple of times, the years from November 1st to a little bit earlier. And so October 1st. Now, what you have is you can get up to five trees on the list. And CPS, they have to be a certain size. Five gallon of beer. Five gallon of beer. And uh, located at the house, every location, every side of the house except the north side. Uh, And you're going to get a $50 credit on your account, up to five trees. And this is a lot. Some people have taken a number of credits already, so it'll be it's a cumulative kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Maximum five. So, yeah. uh, Trace, have you got an aqua? Uh, uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> they do. Well, they they yeah. they have had it because that's where mine came yeah. from. We sold all the bigger ones yesterday. So uh, two five gallon. 
Yeah. So there yeah. is a uh, list of and trees. My, and Jerry, and Mark, Mark put it on the list. So now is that right? And I, and I have come to appreciate it. I kind of I really like the looks of it in my yard. Mark or the tree? You've come uh, to appreciate which one? No, no. There are certain ones that the, uh, they were put on the list. There are certain ones that I did not think should be on the list. Oh, okay. And, uh, but Anakwa, I do admit, Anakwa was on the list. Okay. And my... Uh, I had this Kevin, argue, argument with paper yesterday. Everybody uh, on lacy oak, I don't think uh, my lacy oak has put on any growth for the last 15 years. But uh, <laughs> I guess other places they grow. Uh, some puts no, no, there. no, they grow slow. Yeah. Or as we like to say, uh, they grow slow. <laughs> okay, Mark, we can. Yeah. Okay. Ah, it's a uh, it's a much different green than mine. Mine is more of a yeah yeah a way. or or uh, that's thirty feet after a hundred years. Yeah, yeah, it's old. I've got it. We we had another qu- question yesterday, Mar- Mark, that we were going to try to remember to ask you about. Uh, they Hawaiian, have a Hawaiian gu- guava tree. The Hawaiian guava tree question. No, I thought it was a live oak that had the black. Uh, yeah, it had little uh, dots on the b- main trunk, but they were kind of squares. Uh, uh, what? That you know, just kind of not not, yeah. not regular, but not, not not any kind of pattern like we'd expect from. Uh, the little, the, the, were they just kind of black, spongy forms on the trunk? No, well, what from, we could see, what we could see, they were it was an irreg- irregular pattern. Yeah, and they were. It uh, looked like somebody hit it with a hammer, knocked some bark off. A while back, because yeah, the, the black yeah. was filled the whole the, hole. They were round. I mean, rectangular, I guess. Yeah, or irregular. Yeah, but it what didn't look like a fungus or anything. I know. Anyway, it was clean inside the the cavity. But, I, I, it's a small cavity, mm-hmm. of course. But well, and the other and the no, other no. thing is that uh, that hammer is not a bad. You know, if they had run into it with a piece of equipment, <laughs> yeah. or if they had. But the the spots the spots were too random on there. Yeah, they, they were they were weren't like a sapsucker. Uh, no, yeah, no. Oh. that's where I was going. I was <laughs> yeah, going, I was going towards bird. Yeah, uh, well, I don't, we don't know what it was. So, well, she was going to send us when, the uh, picture. Haven't yeah. gotten it yet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll pass it on. Okay. It. All right. All right. What would you like to speak on, sir? Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, we have a plant which we will be talking about. Yes. And last, the last word, Mark. We're going. Yeah. They should go where to to get to sign up for that program. Gardeningvolunteers.org. And it will be next week. Thank you, sir. Um, here's another character. I was coming to the, yeah. Uh, next week, gardeningvolunteers.org, starting 10 o'clock. All right. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Mark. Thank you. All right. Trace, welcome to the porch. Actually, people know you've been here because you've been asking good questions. What's going on, Trace? <laughs> I, I'm just trying to instigate like there Jerry. You go. Yeah. 
Oh. Ask the wrong questions. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. What's up? Uh-oh, here. Calvin's going to answer that question when we talk to you. Okay. Well, yesterday we were so busy I forgot about some new things we got in. Yeah, <laughs> you got a couple good exciting things. Yeah. So we got our amaryllis in. Yeah. And we had some really nice colors. There's a green one that was real pretty that had lime in the name. So if you want something unusual, and we got that. And then yeah. we got one that's a UT orange. No. Almost. I don't believe it. The picture looks red to me. The other picture on the box looks orange. <laughs> that, that's when the, the printer is running out of ink is when it turns out to be orange. You can right, almost so. hear the longhorn bag. <laughs> and uh, the freight was a little higher, but we kept the same price, nine ninety nine. Oh, that's great. Okay. And uh, so these are great, huge bulbs. Uh, so that right now is the best selection. And they've, they've each got a... A color picture on the box, right? Well, there was like three or four varieties. They didn't send us a color picture, but we, we put a color picture on the box. Oh, okay. And um, we did number them with, oh. a, with a marker in case something got mixed up. Oh, that's <laughs> smart. You could actually figure out Good idea. what color it was, Yeah. even if the tag falls off. That can happen. It does happen. <laughs> um, the other one. Is something that we all we never plan on getting for fall, even though it's the best time. Okay. Uh, and I found some, so we got in some strawberries, and these happen right. to be what do we say, sequoia? Or Chandler. Chandler. That's what we said. Chandler. Uh, so we got Chandler in, and um, about twenty flats, give or take. Oh, good. Yeah. And, okay. uh, so everybody who's been waiting for your strawberries, <laughs> this is the right time to yeah. plant them. And they're in four-inch containers, right? Four yes, and a half, four. And they are only two dollars, and this one's not a price. Two dollars and thirty-nine cents. Okay, all right, that's a good price. Yeah, and so and they're, they're actively growing now. The Chandler is a. It's not a new variety. It's probably one of the oldest strawberry varieties available, but in a strawberry festival, year in and year out. It's always been in the top top categories of, of berries that win because it's a it's a firmer berry and uh, it it displays better. I'll say that. So that's a good variety to use this year. Good. All right. And what else is going on? Oh, hey, uh, give the good news about yesterday and the, uh, the Se- mammogram screening. 17 mammograms. Yeah, which is great. Uh, th- th- I was looking at it in relation to blood drive, so I was thinking, ah, it's not so great. But when I talked to the young ladies, they thought it was a fabulous turnout. No, it's oh, great. So, so good. Yeah. We're probably going to do it again in about two months. And we also talked about a flu shot one. Oh, that's a good idea, too. So I, I think we're going to try to set that up where you can come get uh, a, a free or reduced flu shot. Yeah. Well, and again, it's one of those things. We'll, we'll, we'll do some more research. Give me the contact because generally insurance will cover it 100% depending on your policy. But there may be people, they may have funds available for people who don't. Sure. And if have you, insurance. And we'll if, find out and from if them. you don't want to go to the doctor where people are sick. Yeah. And you don't want to go into Walgreens where people have been in and they're sick. You, <laughs> hey. you can come here where nobody's sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, uh, I, I checked out the uh, new, 
I was looking for the uh, blue bonnets, and I think we're so loud. We sold them all. Trace has got some coming next week, right? Uh, we hope. You can they're, order They're ordered, so. Uh, and uh, guess what I found over there, Melissa? What? Celery. <gasps> celery? Yes. Great-looking celery. And the neat thing about the celery transplants is you can eat them when you can see them. So should I plant the celery where my broccoli was? Yeah, well, yeah. I still think your broccoli is alive and going to okay. keep on going. I'll put it in another container. I'll try. It's too slow. I'm not going to give up on it. <laughs> and also. It didn't give up on me, you know. <laughs> when I was having trouble, that broccoli was there for me. I, I'm not going to give up on it. <laughs> Obviously, he doesn't care if he has any broccoli to eat. Right, yeah. right, right. That's right. Well, and not in a hurry for yeah. some broccoli. He was attacked by a vicious caterpillar. <laughs> uh, if, if you've got the broccoli and it's 80% eating like Milton's was. Yeah, 80%. Uh, that's generous. <laughs> yeah. We uh, we got some good replacements out here. That'll be uh, from transplant to harvesting a head, a big head. Uh, you're looking at 60 days from today that you planted. And uh, I, I like it. You got... Uh, Two sizes of broccoli out here. You got small broccoli. So you're talking maybe for Christmas? Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's time to do that then. And, and you. Who doesn't want broccoli for Christmas? <laughs> oh man, I was talking talking to my son Jeremy uh, the other day, and uh, he he remembers back because I used to use him for all the TV programs, and he used to love to eat raw broccoli. He liked it better raw than he did cooked, and because yeah. uh, we didn't discourage him. Well, anything's so, anything's good with a ranch on it. <laughs> but uh, well, no, this was straight out of the garden. He liked to pick them out of the garden. So the only problem we had was keeping him away from the broccoli until we did the TV program. But uh, he remembers how good that was, and uh, and then of course we cooked boils, uh, steamed some, and. You know Put what, Velveeta cheese on there. Uh, you know what we're getting too. Uh, did, you, did you guys mention we're uh, getting some questions and calls about the uh, BT not controlling the the, cat, the caterpillars. Yeah. So there, 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 you know, there's a whole list of uh, issues there. Yeah. Um, number number one, if it's I, I I always say if it's more than three years old, get some new BT. Uh, and then the, one of the things, Jerry, you always bring up is it's got to be sprayed under the leaves. Yeah. And uh, I, I watch people <laughs> spray, and it just just a kind of a over-the-top kind of thing. And that, if you know. they're eating the leaf, wouldn't they ingest it, whether it's on top or bottom? Well, thank you. Not, not the, the, first ad, the first eating by the small caterpillar is on the bottom of the leaves. So you would get... You'd get more damage. Oh, yeah. You, you control them when they're smaller better than you can when they get big. Let's, uh, let's see. Oh, and then another one of the issues is the uh, little uh, little Dawn or some kind of a detergent or something. To... Spreader sticker. Yeah. So that, that helps. And then we've also uh, had some folks, uh, when they went back and checked, they have some uh, snail and slug action in there occasionally too you, you might have still have have uh, 
cabbage loopers, but you also might have some slugs and snails. That, and they they don't respond to BT. So, Hey, we got to take a break before the half hour. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. All right. Give us a call, be a part of the show, or come on by and visit with us. Lots of folks out here at Mill Burger, 1604 on Forty Road. Enjoying the day, enjoying the plants, and, and uh, we'd love to see you out here. Back in a moment on 930 a.m. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Our phone number 210-308-8867. But I know I always like giving out the number for Spider-Man termite and pest control. So I'm going to start with that. 210-656-3721. I'll give it out again in a minute. 210-656-3721. Online at GoSpiderManPest.com. But if you are looking for a, a great uh, place to uh, to go to, to to have pest control done if you've got a problem now or you're just not quite happy with the people that are are helping you out um give spider-man a call and uh, let them help you out they take a holistic approach to it you know we they have customers that have been there for more than 20 years they've been i'm i we need to ask warren you know they started in 1976 I, i'm willing to bet uh they have customers that have been there since the late 70s uh, that they still help so give them a call. Learn all they do at GoSpiderManPest.com, GoSpiderManPest.com, or call them at 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721. Yeah, I don't know if you know it, but uh, Warren got rid of my mother-in-law. Warren. Is that right? Yeah. So he, t- he takes care of all sorts of pests. Oh, I, and I, we're, we're, we're with the radio show. I don't know how to fix that. <laughs> You mean you can't fix the machine, the, the drink, drink machine? Method? Well, she can get it from the thing. Oh. <laughs> uh, we put some, they put some, uh, Mary, Mary, uh, put some, put some, uh, color, colored, uh, already colored Satsumas. I think you said these are Okitsu. And, uh, up here. Which made which made me very sad. It made me very sad because I, as I was walking to the to the truck car this morning to come over here, I saw one of my satsumas. There was orange on the inside and green on the outside. Had been eaten by a squirrel. Yeah, this you realize it was in of the course, front yard. This means war. The, the 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 trees are in the backyard, and that squirrel brought that little satsuma all the way to the front yard, and I think it, they put it where I could see it. How does he know that uh, he doesn't have that uh, yeah. service over there? Yeah, I know. If it. you had BSG, <laughs> you could check that out. You'd have know. video of that squirrel doing that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I was I was looking at Calvin's article again. Well, hang on, we got we got Sal on the line. Okay. Sal's on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What's going on, Sal? How can we help you today? Hey, love you guys. I've uh, grown tomato plants for years and years, and in the past three years, I've 
had an increase in spider mites. Past couple of years, just been a little bit here and there, but this year, they have just destroyed my fall tomatoes. I'm wondering, one, have you got any solution down, some way to fight them for when I start my, my uh, spring garden up? And two, yeah, have, there been other, have, there, have there been other reports of people having awful bad spider mites this fall? Yeah. Uh, when, when did you plant your fall tomatoes? They went in the ground August 10th. I nursed them through the heat into uh, September and uh, the rain and the cool, and they started growing. And then after that, the spider mites just took them. Hmm. hmm. Did you have any old plants left in the garden? No. Okay, so you pulled all the old plants that uh, could have been contaminated with spider mites and th- and put them in the garbage or something, right? That's correct. I, uh, I work in, at night in August. It's too hot during the day. Yeah. Put them in, uh, till, till I clean out the, the spring garden, till the ground, fertilize it, plant my rows, and put the, uh, the tomatoes in, and okay. uh, nurse them until, until September. <laughs> Well, that's that's the system. Uh, I would. Uh, uh, I'll tell you. Uh, you probably heard us talk about how difficult, if not impossible, it is to uh, to control spider mites. Yeah, well, I was just wondering when they get that thick. Wonder if you had any new ideas. No, <laughs> I can't. I can't imagine them getting that thick. Uh, without having a, a inoculum plant somewhere around there, somewhere close, you know, where um, the spider, spider mice have over over summered. Well, when I took the, the when I took the spring garden out, I cleaned out everything you know I could on the ground, and then okay. tilled it and fertilized it. Okay, uh, well you the, did, did the, all you can do. You may. Uh, have you ever tried? Uh, I know it, it's too late this year, but uh, have you ever tried that uh, seaweed extract as a preventative? You, if you're having a, a, a constant problem with that, it might be worthwhile just to uh, to try it, see if you can slow them down at least. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Do you li- do you live in an area that's surrounded by brush? Uh, 1604 and 281. I've got a uh, a green belt on the back of my property. Okay. Uh, do you, do you have any weeds or anything growing along the fence line of your property? No, not particularly. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm just looking for where they came from. Yeah. Well, they uh, they it, it found was, me this year. <laughs> it was hot. It was hot, but uh, uh, during that time that you described, and they were doubling their population every three days. So, well, I, but, I, 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 but I, you I, still got to. Generally, we we don't think of uh, fall as being a problem uh, with spider mice. They may come on there, but they won't get to the point that they're forming webs and things like that. If yeah. you continue, if you continue to have that problem, I would uh, recommend that you, uh, right after you plant the tomatoes, um, and keep them, that you put one of these uh, cloths, uh, grow web cloths around them, 
the little plants so the spider right. mites can't fly in there. You get okay. uh, get get in there and start. Uh, you can do that in the spring and the fall, and uh, they they will not build up heat. Uh, you get the 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 very thin one called. Uh, it's not it's not most it's not the thickest one that we use for covering uh, insulate. That's that's what it's sold as insulate. Uh, but it's a smaller it's a, a thinner one that uh, we originally put on the market called uh, I think it's seedling and plant. I can't remember protection something like that. But yeah. uh, we ha- we have them both here. But it's not insulate. But, gotcha. Uh, right. You want, you want the thin stuff. Yeah, I want the thin stuff so it won't build up heat in the in the summer. And uh, it 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 uh, that was one of the first things we noticed when we started testing that stuff and using it is that it it kept all kept all bugs out and especially spider mites if they're not in there. Or if they're not on the plants when you plant them, right? But if they're in there when you cover, right after you cover, they're uh, they're really proliferate in that cover. Okay. Well, thank you very also, much. I, I'd, sure. I'd also go ahead and spray them with that, like Calvin was talking about, that uh, liquid seaweed about. Uh, well, in the spring, you do it every five days. In the in the fall and summer, you you would do it every two to three days. Right. Is that a Medina product? No. Well, I don't know if Medina has seaweed, liquid seaweed or not. I think it's just so as liquid seaweed. Seaweed okay. extract. I think there's a couple brands, but yeah. But uh, I don't think Medina has one. And it's you know okay. it's a it's inexpensive. It's uh, used as a, n- a nitrogen fertilizer. Yeah, too. it's it's, uh, it's also fertilizing your plants when you uh-huh. use it. So it's not a complete waste of time. Mm-hmm. And ba- then, basically, like two tablespoons per gallon. So it's a pretty yeah. potent to mix. Yeah, and there's there's a re- lot of research done on that that shows that it does slow down the reproduction processes of the mite. And that's the key. It just slows them down. It doesn't yeah, it doesn't kill them. Kill them. All right. Thanks. Well, I know it, it'll, be, it'll be a race to get the tomatoes before the plant dies. Yeah. <laughs> Keep us informed, will you? Yeah, thanks, Sal. Okay, thank right. you guys very much. Keep up the good work. Thank, thank you. you. You take care. Jim is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey, Jim, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Good. Thank you very much. Um, I'm having some problems. I have two knockout roses that the new growth and the buds started to come out small and looked a little wilted. So I cut both of them back, and the new growth initially came out really nice. But now the growth on the end, the new growth on the end is starting to look shriveled and wilted again. And I'm just trying to figure out what that is. It doesn't look like any of the pictures I've seen online. I'm just trying to figure out how to treat the, the new growth or treat the bushes so that they look normal again. Is the new growth uh, growing rapidly? 
much no, faster it, than normal? No, it's grow. It's it's pretty normal new growth. It just looks like they're shriveled in the middle. The color is the red, purplish red new growth color, and it almost looks like um, the outside is growing faster than the middle because it looks shriveled in the toward the middle of the leaf. Yeah, is a. Uh... Is is the new does a new growth have thorns on it? Yes. It does. I'm uh, talking about barely long oh, thorn. Not any. No. It, is it is it a distinctive thorn, a large thorn that you really notice? No, no, it's not. A, it's it looks like normal new growth that I'm used to. It just looks like the leaves are shriveled in, in hmm. the new growth, and there's no no color change. They're, the the leaves are wrinkled, or are they yes. actually shriveled? Uh, they're wrinkled. Okay, that could be some type of a, a thrip or some type of insects uh, feeding on that developing foliage. Uh, now, I've, uh, I, I sprayed the old foliage before I cut them all back with neem oil a couple times, and okay. it didn't really seem to have any effect on it. Yeah. So I went ahead and cut them back down, and they, the new growth initially came out nice, and now it's looking like it did before. It's a little stunted. It has that shriveled look well, in that, the middle. That's, yeah. that's got to be an insect. Yeah, we wouldn't expect neem oil to really control it. <laughs> yeah, neem oil will control it. Uh, okay. you, you, need, you need to get a systemic, something that gets into the plant. Okay. And, yeah. uh, and uh, the, the shriveled. After you spray it, uh, the leaves that are crinkled will stay crinkled, but right. the new growth should emerge uh, normally. Now, okay. in the old days, we used acephate. I don't know if you have acephate at home. I'd have to um, look and see because I've got some older yeah. stuff. Look, and then their bearers have got a... Yeah. He's got a systemic that works pretty well there. Bear, like okay. the aspirin. Right, and, uh, right. Yeah, I'm familiar uh, with that. What you would have bought years ago <laughs> is uh, orthene, O-R-T-H-E-N-E. Right. So uh, th- that's a systemic, too. But right. A lot, tried- a lot of these places, a lot of nurseries have a, a rose. They used to have rose defense. Uh, I don't think they have that anymore. With neem oil. Yeah, oh, yeah, with neem oil. <laughs> But uh, yeah, and the neem oil a, seems a, pretty ineffective. Yeah, right. Uh, the the uh, you need something with a systemic insecticide. In it. Okay, and and, uh, and yeah, and and just keep keep acephate in mind if you see a product that's got acephate as the active ingredient. Yeah. Okay, and I, and I have one more question. I have I have a spirea um, that's in a line of six spireas, and it's the one on the very end. And half of it has died, and it tried to put out some new growth. And when it tried to put out some new growth, that growth eventually uh, shriveled and died as well. So about half the plant looks dead, and the other half still looks semi-normal. And I was wondering it, if that might have have the same be the same thing. Is it uh, toward? You said it's at the end of a row of those. Yes, yeah, so I've got. Yeah, I've got uh, five very large bridal wreath spireas, 
and this okay. one's at the end, and I was thinking that it just wasn't getting enough water, and we started to water it two or three times as much as the other ones that are doing fine, but we still have about half of the plant that has died, and the wood did, is actually did, dead. Did, when it died, did the leaves stay on it? Yes. The leaves stayed until, on it? For a little while, the leaves stayed on it until the wind blew them off. Okay. But when it died, it had leaves, dead leaves on it, hanging on yeah. the plant. Terry, yeah, they did. Saying, he's, saying, he's saying that because of the the problem, Jerry, is part of the plant is still yeah still got leaves. And so. cotton root rot will do that. Yeah, you think it so? can do a half a plant. Um, uh, I, I wouldn't expect it to. <laughs> the, uh, if it's cotton root rot, which I think it sounds like, Okay. Uh, the the part that didn't die is it adjoining adjacent to the other plants that are there left. Yes. Yes. And, and it didn't, but the part that died is away from them. Yes, it's uh, facing okay. away, and it it faces that, straight out. That can be cotton root rot. Okay. Um, if it is, <laughs> there's not much you can do about it. Uh, I, I would go ahead and take cut that, uh, cut those dead limbs off. And if you want, if you want to play around <laughs> with the roots on that side of the plant, you can dig dig some of the roots up carefully and uh, see if they're black instead of. Uh, Kind of a kind of a gray, right? But but if they're yeah. black, and uh, sometimes if they've been there long enough, they'll actually be uh, slick and and uh, black. They've rotted basically, right? And if that's if that's the case, if you find those roots, uh, that's cotton root rot. And it's the bad news is. <laughs> Uh, it can take out all the rest of them, too, over a period right. of time. That's but what I was hoping can, it was. <laughs> there's nothing you can do to stop it. But okay. uh, you, you might as well remove the dead dead branches. So there's no treatment or anything that can be done to the soil no. that would keep it from the others? The A&M, A&M uh, plant department was uh, formed uh, over a hundred years ago to find out a cure for cotton root rot uh, because it was affecting cotton. It puts cotton out of business uh, uh, over, over a period of time. And a uh, hundred years later, we're not any closer than we were a hundred years ago. Because it's, so it's, it's such a, it's an endemic, in other words, it's in the soils already. Right. And it's it's deep in the soils. Uh, some some people have tried to acidify. It doesn't doesn't do well in acid soils, because ours are alkaline. And right. some people have tried to reduce the alkalinity in the soil by adding sulfur, uh, so they could grow apples. And uh, eventually, the cotton root rot killed all the apples. Hmm. 
If it is Alrighty. cotton root rot, sure. If it is cotton root rot, then that means probably I wouldn't be able to replant spireas in that area. No. Well, okay. there are cotton like all the hollies are, uh, are resistant to cotton root rot. Sure. My I, wife loves spireas, though, and that's why those are there. They've been okay. there 13 years. <laughs> Thanks, sir. I think you're going. You, I think you take that, care. I think there's a good uh, chance that it's not cotton root rot. All right. So keep us informed. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers <laughs> Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM. The answer. Bye. So. Thing coming out in the sky, it had one long horn and one big eye. I commenced to shake, and then I said, Ooh, it looks like a purple people eater to me. He had one eye, one horn, flying purple people eater. One eye, one flying purple people eater. One eye, one horn, flying purple people eater. She looks strange to me. Well, it came and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer, our phone number 210 210-308-8867, 210-308. 8867. Hey, I was talking to uh, Jim Davis over there. You've heard me talk about BSG, Builder Systems Group, uh, and uh, we were talking to him last week, and he was going over all the stuff they do. And one of the things they wanted us to make sure you understood, too, is they they are number one in San Antonio when it comes to smart home technology. Uh, He is committed to the fact that they will have the best technology, the, the best installers, and at a price that's the best in town. So if you've been looking for smart technology, you want to give BSG a call at 210-877-1222 or go to bsgtexas.com to learn more. In fact, the cool part is they love this so much. He was he, he just got tired of telling us all the things he did. He said, you know what, just tell people if they've got an idea, if they want to accomplish it, uh, then they just call me. And we can we have a way to figure out how using smart home technology to accomplish it. Maybe it's their Christmas lights they want something done with. Maybe they want to be able to open and close their garage door. Maybe they want a camera. Did you warn doesn't. him about Jerry trying to detect uh, pooping the puppy? Poopy dog. I, I did, and in fact, it was right in front of their receptionist who thought it was hilarious. Uh. So, uh, and Jim said, "Yeah, we can do that, it's and we can even get a video that he can show his neighbor." And uh, but it's more than that. So, yeah, give them a call. Go to bsgtexas.com to learn all the stuff that they can do, bsgtexas.com, or call them at 210-877-1222, 210-877-1222. All right, our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Uh, we haven't mentioned Calvin's article in yesterday's paper. We covered quite a bit about it uh, uh, yesterday on yesterday's show, and uh, got a great write-up on in yesterday's SA Life on Section E, and got a pretty picture of a of a male and a female cardinal, which which Calvin told me long ago that they call them cardinals but they're really what kind of, what kind of bird are they Milton? if calvin told me they're finches they're finches yeah closely related right they're calvin pretty they're closely related <laughs> finches, <yeah>. finches or <laughs> zinnias <laughs> well look who's here oh my goodness 
Oh right. my man. Well, hang on for a second, Andrew. We're gonna we're gonna do a news break at, at the top of the hour. So then, I don't, okay. All right. Okay, but anyway, and going back to the article, uh, he talks about uh, how to feed, best feed the bird, and he talks about uh, the steel feeder with weight-sensitive perches, which allows you to adjust panel to the feeder to shut if something as large as a squirrel or even a white-winged dove attempts to eat uh, feed from the perches. Well, and Jerry usually reminds everybody that <laughs> I was getting back, ready to uh. back when we first started um, uh, messing with those kind of feeders. One of the first things we did was caught caught a couple of white winged doves, in which the, I thought was wonderful. <laughs> I didn't have to shoot them then, Mason. No, they just we just caught them on the perch. Yep, <laughs> little, little, little heads stuck in the seed and their fannies sticking out. There you go. That's it. <laughs> and. Uh, we, uh, he also talked about uh, discouraging uh, squirrels from eating the seed by... Now, I've often wondered if, uh, if those, if those uh, squirrels are born and raised around San Antonio, if they might not get uh, used to that uh, hot pepper seed. But I, I don't think we've ever seen that happen. You should do some of that hot pepper on your uh, satsumas. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 discourage I, the squirrels. I'm going to rub it I, in, Milton. I'm, I'm going to discourage them, Milton. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it's, uh, rodents and squirrels pass on the hot pepper mix, but the birds are not affected by it. Why is that, Milton? Well, I know what you say, that they don't have lips. There you go. Birds don't have lips, so it doesn't burn their lips. They don't have taste buds. <laughs> or, they must, or their taste buds are not sensitive to. But one thing is, if, you, if you're eating the birds, if you're going to eat the birds and feed them that uh, hot, fly, hot treated uh, sunflower seed, it will make the meat hot. Of course... It's illegal to eat songbirds. Yeah. Songbirds or sunbirds? Songbirds. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I guess you could eat, I guess you could maybe eat grackles and English sparrows. I, I was thinking of turkeys. Mm. What? Turkeys. Oh, yeah. Wild well, turkeys. As long as you're, yeah. You uh, know, if somebody, uh, somebody is out there in the wild, because I've, I've had a lot of uh, hunters, you know, chili patines have their fruit oh, now. Oh, yeah. Huh. And uh, had, have shot a turkey, wild turkey, and uh, couldn't eat it because the meat was so hot. They've been eating they so chili patines. Boy, it's, it's, they certainly do like chili patines, not just, oh yeah, not just turkeys, but uh, <laughs> of all um, sorts uh, of birds. Uh, yeah. Well, hold on. Get to a st- get to a kind of a break point. I've got it a break point. All right. Hey, I want to remind you that next Saturday is the blood drive here at Mill Burgers. South Texas Blood and Tissue Center reminds you that blood, blood is in critical short supply because there are fewer people having blood drives like Mill Burgers now. It just kind of works out that way naturally. The fewer places meeting now, fewer workplaces, schools, things like that that would have traditionally had the blood drive. So come on out and be a part of this one. 
Uh, it sounds like we got nice gifts for the first 10 people that come out. Millburgers uh, that give blood. Millburgers has got a donation of uh, a uh, birdhouse, too. Uh, yeah, made out of driver's life. Yeah, which is pretty cool. No, so go to, go to Millburgers. Automobile license. license. Be back in a moment. <laughs> Burgers Gardening, South Texas. Y'all keep talking. You're okay. 9.30 a.m. The answer. Our phone number is 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. A couple thank yous out there uh, while they're discussing next week's uh, uh, virtual tour. Uh, and we'll tell you that you go to gardeningvolunteers.org to sign up for that. It sounds like it's going to be really fascinating. That's gardeningvolunteers.org. And also uh, remind you uh, that... Uh, well, two things. One, thank you uh, for helping support the uh, the um, mammogram thing that the, uh, the uh, screenings that we did yesterday with the university health system. Uh, we had about, I think Trace told me 18 yesterday, but he told me 17 today. So even 17 is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's great. And uh, we're going to do it again, plus flu shots are coming. They're going to help us with that. So, you know, Millburgers is a terrific community partner, and this is another example of the stuff that they do. So keep looking to uh, that and see uh, what's coming up. And we'll uh, make sure that we tell you more about that, too. Plus, we've got the blood drive coming up uh, next Saturday as well. So Millburgers is partnering with the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. You want to uh, go ahead and... um, Go ahead and go to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center website to sign up for that. One, it gives them an idea of how many vehicles to bring. Uh, and two, it makes it easier on you. What so, time did they start? Uh, it should be 10. It should be 10 to 2 next Saturday. The blood, uh, yeah. the blood drive, huh? All right. It's going to be happening around here. It will be happening next Saturday. It will be happening here in Millburgers. It's, every, it's the same every weekend, huh? It's always happening. Yeah. That's true. Get here early to park. All right. Another thing they've got is the best supply of little pumpkins. Oh man! That's why all yeah. <laughs> all these, I don't know. All Jerry. these children are. Yeah. Wanting. Well, this, if we were counting uh, all the kids, the, be- the, be- <laughs> the best part of this, the, uh, some psychologists should have a- analyzed yeah. this because there's the two-year-old. Standing up to her father, her father with her yeah. hands on her, her hips. <laughs> and, of course. And who won the battle? The two-year-old, yeah, normally. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just not once. It's a, it's just a, a typical pattern. <laughs> Those little pumpkins are fascinating, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I was telling Calvin uh, off, off the air that we should have people taking pictures of those children of those little pumpkins because they're the cutest things you ever saw. And uh, they're they're holding on to them. Yeah, trying to. Until uh, the parent tries to take them. And then you might have heard that scream off (laughs) my while ago. They were not happy. (laughs) But there's plenty of them. So, yeah, there's all kinds of great pumpkins here at the nursery, plus the maize and all kinds of cool things uh, for the family, for creating memories. I've seen a lot of people out here taking pictures yeah. uh, under the, uh, in the fall kind of thing, like you would with Santa, but you're <laughs> taking them with a fall theme. Yeah, I think they're, uh, they've got a deal set up over there. Huh? Yeah. Picture booth. Yeah. With some pumpkins around them and things like that. So, uh, I guess, I guess some, fa- some families... Uh, quite often, a family will establish. Uh, every year, we'll try to take a picture with 
the pumpkin mm-hmm. and you, you know yeah, what you're monitor. Right. Sometimes it's d- different holidays, but it seems like Halloween is an mm-hmm. easy one to do. It yeah. So anyway, great family fun here, great memories here at Millburgers, 1604 and Bull Road. All right. So uh, I interrupted you in the middle of your discussion. Well, I was, I was several were you sentences done, ago. Were you done with that, talking about the birds and Calvin's oh, article? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, again, We're, and this week in the garden, Calvin lists all the shade trees, and uh, the shade trees are on sale now. And uh, Milberger says a good selection here. Even, you, even on Aqua. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what is there? It's a 30%. Is there a 30 is on sale? 30% here at Milberger's, and then yeah. plus you get the $50 CPA tree. As Mar- that Mark did a good job explaining the uh, program. And then, of course, Milberger's and Trace, they always have all that information, too, so you can you can explore how you want to use it, and uh, it's easy to comply. You know, they they, they do have some uh, uh, rules how to take advantage of it, but it's not a, it's not hard rules to follow. And as Jerry will bring to our yeah. attention, if they allow an aqua and lacy oak, they'll <laughs> it's not tough rules. Yeah, yeah. The shade and ornamental tree specials th- say thirty percent. And uh, they've got them in uh, 10, 15, and 30-gallon shades and ornamental trees. Now, the best buy on that, especially if you live in Stone Oak or out here in this rocky country, is that 10-gallon. Uh, it's smaller, but it's... Uh, <laughs> You don't have to dig the hole as deep, do you, Milton? No. Nope. Like Milton came up with years ago. I didn't. You did. That was a great advice. <laughs> I just liked it. I, I don't want to take credit for something. I if, if you dig think, the hole first. <laughs> if they, you think I'm poo-pooing you because of the rock out there, a lot of people have never dug a hole in their lawn, so they don't know about the rock down there. So well, uh, we, t- we tell people, you t- dig the hole first. You say that, and I was—I remember the time we, <laughs> a whole crew of us were at Paul Cox's. Oh pit, yeah, planting He's some trees for him, and uh, it was obvious that some some of the people there were not had not <laughs> oh, uh, dug a yeah. dug a hole in that kind of soil before. So dig your hole first, and after you've proved your manliness or womanliness, uh, coming by the appropriate size tree. Yeah, because there's nothing worse. I mean, when you said that, I pictured the experience I think I had had just like a few weeks before that where I had bought something and then dug a hole and then put it in, and it wasn't big enough. And I had to dig some more, Yeah. and it wasn't big enough. And I had to dig some more. I was like, oh, man. Well, and it's not costing you anything in the the growth rate. You know, you think, well, if I yeah, have a, big, right. a bigger tree to start with, that's generally, generally not how it works. If you get a... T- a tree that you can get a good positioning and get it in the, in the ground and covered up, uh, it'll it'll catch up and pass pass a uh, larger tree that's planted in in inadequate soil. Oh yeah, and they're easy to water too. Uh, you're going to water that root ball that you put in the ground, 
and backfill uh, with uh, just regular soil that you dug out of the hole or, or rocks. And uh, then that, that root ball would begin to uh, establish itself, and it actually grows during the winter. I think there's been some research that says in the colder areas that the tree doesn't, the trees don't expand their root system in the winter. I guess that's because the ground's frozen. But here, that's a different story. Well, it's, it's always a de- always a debate about uh, how much growth, in a, and it's a, a lot of it's weather dependent too. Of course. Of course, with uh, global warming. There you go. <laughs> and uh, I s- look at here. Look, yeah. We just walked by. Was uh, they they got the fall citrus on sale now too? Got a great selection, and uh, it was regularly forty four ninety nine, but it's on sale at thirty eight eighty eight, and uh, got the, all the good varieties available. In, in fact, I, th- I think he said he had bumper, Mr. Moore's oh, bumper. Still? At one Good. time he did, yeah. Yeah, and uh, people were walking out with him. This this morning when I pulled up, <laughs> two two people people were coming out uh, with salvia lucantha in full bloom. That's uh, Mexican bush sage, and that's the plant uh, the the deer won't eat it. I don't think we've ever had a case where the deer ate it. And that's the uh, plant that you see with long spikes of, uh, I guess, purple flowers and uh, that are really put down a show now. They, they have, have a tendency to bloom their best in the fall. Well, and if you have any uh, problem identifying them, uh, you just follow the butterflies where the butterflies yeah. have gone because mm, the queens and the monarchs are really using the uh, nectar from the Mexican bush sage and, uh, for the fall. Like I was saying yesterday, we uh, out at uh, out in the uh, Fair Oaks area where they're building a lot of new homes, and it's it's, it's interesting to see. The vacant lot before they start building the new homes, and then watch it as the new home develops, and then look at the landscape plants that they use around the outside. They got to be pretty tough to grow, literally grow in stone. And uh, the salvia lucantha is one of them. They're in uh, number three pots, mm-hmm. which is three gallons. It's pretty good size. Uh, regularly 19.99 on sale for 16.88. And uh, let me see. Have they got any crotons? Yeah. Any crotons? There you, are. You There's ask. about uh, 20, 25 there still. And that's an unbelievable price. They're uh, number three containers. Really sell for 24.99. That's, that's almost twenty-five dollars. <laughs> but it's on sale for nine eighty eight. Uh-huh. Nowhere that, near ten dollars. No, nowhere near ten dollars. But that's Much that's uh let's say it was ten dollars. That's uh fourteen dollars sale. Yeah, that's maybe. really good. That's uh, that's the biggest and uh neat thing about these crotons, 
is that uh, you can use them in Halloween decorations. Oh, right? yeah, they match. Or with your pumpkins and everything. Because they're orange. Uh, they're different shades of green, yellow, orange, and red. But uh, you have to protect them from a, a hard freeze, like uh, below... Well, even 40 degrees. Yeah, below 40 degrees. And uh, just just move them in the house in a sunny sunny location, and there'll be a great house plant all winter long. And then you can put them back out on the patio or whatever. Talking about your your uh, crotons. crotons. Yeah, I heard. It makes me nervous when you start rounding. Uh. <laughs> oh yeah, almost yeah. But uh, and then you normally when the Millburgers puts on the foundation plants. Uh, and the shrubs, you you get all excited. You haven't talked about that. <laughs> Do you want to talk about that? Sure. Or him or me? Either one of you. Well, uh, out of the whole group, boxwoods is probably the most popular. Yeah. Um, and it's a Japanese boxwood, so it's what you see as a, a formal hedge on most older homes. Uh, there's India hawthorn, which we hadn't done before this year. Hmm. Uh, and if you've ever grown hawthorn before, it's in the same family as a rosebush. So it's, it is prone to the same problems. So we, we, for the sale, we got in one called Clara, which is white. Um, much more likely to be successful with a white blooming hawthorn than a pink blooming hawthorn. So uh, that's, in, that's on sale. That's um, interesting. Yeah, San Antonio's weird. I don't want to say weird. San Antonio's weird. Okay. Uh, they, love, <laughs> they love pink hawthorn. Everywhere else, they love white hawthorn. Oh. No. So, I'm not sure why, but I, now when you're saying hawthorn, Crataegus species or the or the Indian ra- hawthorn, ra- Indian hawthorn, Raphanopsis. Oh, okay. And uh, the uh, you haven't mentioned the best ones yet, Trey. I haven't. No, the hollies. I, I've mentioned the ones that sell the most. Dwarf Yopon Dwarf, holly. Okay. All right, that's a good second or and third. Dwarf Burford holly. That's a good fourth or fifth. <laughs> Those are those are the ones we recommend the most. Is those hollies because they take our alkaline soils. Uh, they're somewhat resistant to to the root rot problems, and uh, and they're, they go shade our sun. And they're disciplined growers. There's not a lot of uh, if you get the if you do your homework, you get one that uh, fits into the site where you plant yeah. it. It makes it easier. Yeah. The other thing on the... The price is great. Yeah, oh, we, left yeah. it, we left out waxleaf ligustrum, and we left out red tip photinia. Okay. Those are also on that same sale. Regularly, nineteen ninety nine. There he goes. Almost $20. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> had, had me going there. And then, yeah, you thought you were going to get away. On sale for eleven eighty eight. Yeah. And correct me if my math is wrong, that's probably a little over 40% off. Yeah, I was going to, well, let me find out. Yeah, it says 40%. Yeah, that's there we go. Let's look, look at the, his mind is like a, written on just the a head. word. <laughs> now, Trace. I know this is a trade secret, probably. Oh, no. But uh, Milton and I were talking the other day. Oh, dear. About the sale prices. Oh. Uh, I always read the regular lily price uh, price, uh, and round it off to the nearest $20 bill. Right. And then there's a sale price, which is eleven eighty-eight. Yes. Where do you get that eleven eighty-eight? 
Well, it's better than 40% off, and 40% off sounds better than 42% off. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so, weird, but yeah. So you take then, 40% of then the Char- regular sale. Charles always got us hooked on that 88. So oh, okay. lot, uh, not everything, but a lot of them will round to that yeah, 88 when it right. really should be like a 99 or 98. Oh, okay. But theoretically, that's a percentage of the regular price. Correct. Okay. That's kind of what we figured. Well, man, you made him happy. Now he understands. I was waiting for a tough one. Yeah. I, I thought he was going to hit me up on why the fertilizers are two for two for. No, 40. don't, don't no, stop, no. don't tell him. Because that's the next question coming now. And beautiful perennials on sale now, uh, salvias and lantanas and more, and uh, they're. Regularly in one gallon or number one containers, regularly six ninety nine, which is almost seven. Uh, on sale for guess what? Four eighty eight. Four eighty eight. Has that eighty eight again? On that note, I had to move the daylilies th- this morning from oh. their regular <laughs> spot into the sale spot. All right. So uh, there are some daylilies in that 488 and plumbago, which we haven't been able to get in a while. Oh, my goodness. Mexican heather, which we pretty much didn't get all all spring, um, is in that sale group. There's a, and there's a huge amount. Well, yeah, I, I, it's, it's like it's like going to a buffet. You know, I, I finally saw them available, so I probably ordered a few more than they needed to. <laughs> the, uh, do you have any of that... Uh, Salvia Monteavensis, uh, the purple weeping salvia. Lantana, I'm sorry, Lantana. Uh, we got picked over pretty good in Lantana. Looks like it's mostly upright varieties left. Okay. I'm, I'm beginning to see those show out around town now. Uh, my, my new gold looks like it's at a resurrection. Yeah. Hmm. It's a, did, you shre- did you shred off the blood? Did you cut it oh, back? Oh, you bet. Okay. If, if I don't, then the, then the sidewalk's not usable. <laughs> yeah, that new goal is hard to beat. And you got ground covers. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, we said earlier, I guess yesterday. And these so, sales. So that's a pretty are, good deal. These sales are good through. Uh, but I never have the right crystal ball, apparently. Oh, for so, ground covers? Yeah, so last, last week and the week before, it was Asian jasmine that they almost wiped me out of yeah and so i ordered extra of that and extra of a few other things well it was dwarf monkey grass this there week there you go that I, had one, I had one person buy almost 50 flats oh my god so Holy I, thought, I thought i was buying enough to cover everything but i'll have some more on monday but uh yeah. i got i didn't have any time to react to that yeah well that's uh, that's neil sperry's favorite ground cover because it, it, he says he, the problem, the great thing about it is, you can you can rake the leaves out of it. You know, it's it's far enough apart sure. that you can rake the leaves out of it. Or blow it. And blow it. Yeah, you can blow it. And you told us, and we haven't mentioned it yet, that you ordered us some spinach. I, order, I ordered some spinach. Ordered some blue bonnets. Some Swiss chard. So a few cool weather vegetables because they didn't have a whole lot. Okay. Some strawberries. Strawberries are here. Yeah. But no red, white, and blue. No. Okay. So not, what, not, was, according be... to the availability, there was one flat of red. Okay. And there was about 15 flats of blue. And so I took 
the red, and I bought most of the blue, but yeah. it's got to show up first. <laughs> That's so what, that, somebody, I, somebody could have beat me to it. I kind of doubt it, but I, I wake up awfully early on Sunday morning to get here and get a hold of that availability. <laughs> I guess your blues uh, are Lady Bird Johnson it's, Royal Blue. It specifically said on the availability, Lady Bird. Does it really? It good. did. All right, good. Okay, we I furnished so it. Hopefully that will be like Wednesday-ish, give or take. Okay. But that spinach is good. That'll be Wednesday ish too. It's labeled as Ashley. I believe so. And uh <laughs> well, Dr. Larry Stein uh furnishes uh hybrid spinach seed to the growers. And uh it may not be Ashley, but you don't need to know what it is. I mean it's it's a, a new hybrid uh spinach. That's good. Hey, we need to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. James, we'll talk to you right after this on 930 AM. talking about wild birds unlimited too same reason i like talking about all the folks that we have on there these guys are going to treat you right treat you like uh like valued customers when you go in and, and want to establish a long-term relationship with you so they're going to help you solve problems that you have they've seen them all over there at wild birds unlimited on hebner and northwest military uh, they can answer any question they've got things uh, including uh, seed suet feeders, uh, houses, uh, tilly hats, binoculars, all that good stuff to make uh, enjoying nature safer and more fun. Uh, And if you're having problems, uh, that's the coolest part. You go over there at Northwest Military and uh, at Hebner Road and talk to Kyle, talk to Bill, talk to anybody there that works there. They'll know how to solve the problems, and chances are you'll even get one of the customers that's been going there for decades uh, also. To answering the questions for you, too. So it's Wild Birds Unlimited, Northwest Military, and Hebner Road. Uh, they're open today. They're doing the uh, curbside as well as in-store shopping, and you can call them. It, it, the number is so easy to remember, 479-B-I-R-D. That's 479-BIRD, 479-BIRD. They've got some of that hot hot seed over yeah, there, they, too. They, they, they do, and then they have the hot suet, too. Yeah. It's am- <laughs> Uh, I've been over there, and I, it's amazing the different flavors. Uh, yeah. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> well, you want to f- uh, it's really funny when you uh, watch uh, one of the customers come in and ask for the fla- their favorite flavor uh, of the suet. Doesn't matter what the flavor is. Yeah, I like, the, I like the, 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 this. Any caramel? Do you have something in a caramel? Uh, <laughs> Hey, we got James on the line at 210-308-8867. Thanks for waiting, James. What's going on? Hey, I've got a, a dilemma, if you will. Not a dilemma, a situation. I've got two Mexican sycamores I planted right on my western fence line for hopefully shade before I die. I planted them about a dozen years ago, and they're, they're pretty tall. Yeah, but, they uh, be. In be- yeah, but I have a barbed wire fence, not a privacy fence. And my next-door neighbor on that side... Anyway, his yard is disgusting and ugly. (laughs) 
he, he don't keep it up, and that's an understatement. So I need a screen. And what I want to know is what would y'all recommend that would be eight feet tall, kind of fast growing, low maintenance. This is sandy soil, uh, southeast of Lytle again. Um, that can I can plant between those sycamores and beyond them on each end. Um. Yeah, out toward Lytle, you're in the sand, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering sand, about no how. Rock. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder how the the low quat, low quats would perform in there. You know, I don't know. Have you used them, James, in, in there at all? No, I'm not familiar with low quats. I've heard of them, but uh, no, I don't even know what they look like. I, yeah, I can well, look them up on plant an, answers or on the evergreen. Internet. Japanese plum, they call. Them. Yeah, right. Very attractive. Japanese plum. Okay, yeah. I can irrigate. I've got I've got well water, so that's not an issue. And I do. I'm glad you brought that up, Calvin. I do want evergreen, so it's. Uh, I still have yeah. the screen in the winter time. Uh, anything else come to mind? Anything else come to mind? I, I was I was uh, thinking standard Burford Holly, maybe. But that's pretty slow growing, I believe, isn't it? Um. Yeah. Yeah. What is what is that deer resistant shrub that you always viburnum? Deer, yeah. deer are not really an issue out out here. It's a neighborhood that used to be a ranch, but the dogs have pretty much run yeah. off all the deer. I will have a stray one I once don't, in a while. I, I don't think viburnum would be the best choice in the sand because mm. I, you know, it it uh, takes a couple years for it to get established. Um, yeah. Let's see. What now, about the now, what about the, the uh, what, what's the one related to the uh, oh, the mesquite? And then there's the the one the one that blooms the it's a smaller tree with the thorns. Uh, I don't know if you'd want something that it could have uh, thorns. That wouldn't be a we problem. Satch. Have you, we satch. Have you we satch. You like that'll get big, won't it? That's It'll a tree. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've got oh, yeah. a piece you don't, of property. Okay. You're not thinking you're not thinking tree, huh? Not that well, big. Right no. Low quad. Low quad no a hedge. A screen a hedge kind of thing. I think you're dealing yeah. with I think low quad's a good good choice. And in the sand then I don't yeah, the low quad probably would not take over. And it would have fruit on it that you could eat. It makes a great Oh, is that jelly. right? Yeah, it makes a okay. great jelly. Is it relatively quick growing shrubs? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You'd be experimenting okay. I, with it because I don't, I, I don't know how, how much they've, you know, it's kind of a plant that we've used a lot in the city here, and I don't know how much we've used it in the feet out there in the, mm-hmm. in the sand. So it'd be a first. Okay, will they, to- will they tolerate the the some shade from the Mexican sycamores when they're? Oh yeah, green? oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. that's one of the key things. They can take sun or shade, and they're dis- oh, a disciplined grower. Yeah. Okay, you said the low quad. What was the other name for it? Japanese plum. Japanese not plum, not the Mexican plum. The Japanese plum. Okay. Right. How right. far apart? How far apart? That's the last question. Uh, if you you can plant them as far as you want, but let's see, thirty feet it, no, is how not close, too close. I guess. Thirty okay, feet. Okay, if I want them to be. Thick? How how close can I plant them? I guess I I need to ask. You want them? You want them <laughs> thick? Yeah. They'll yeah. Put up I want a screen. Okay. Oh yeah. They'll twenty feet will be a nice screen. They'll put up with each other too. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Thank for you, calling. James. Right. You take care. 
Bye-bye. All right, 210-308-8867. The only question will be uh, how they perform in the in that environment. Oh, in the soil or the, yeah, in the soil. Uh, if he's if he's got access to irrigation water, they I mean they're drought tolerant, but they'd have to get established. No. Okay. What else, Milton? What's that? <laughs> What's we going have, on? We had loquats, too, and yeah. uh, we had them amongst bamboo, so that'll give you... Oh, Jesus. Yeah, they they were fighting each other. Yeah, we, we've got loquats in there. When do they they're, bloom? They're I'm trying to... to we need to catch them early, because I want to try to make jelly with them. Yeah, they they bloom in uh, right after spring, uh, early it, spring. Early spring? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, real early. I mean, <laughs> that, 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 that Yeah, they're kind of a little that earlier. That used to be than, the issue. They would, they would bloom... Uh, in December, and freeze, yeah. <laughs> oh, in January. December, really? Wow. Yeah, and then the, then the freeze would kill all the bloom. Uh, when I fir- when I first moved here, I didn't know what a loquat was, but uh, the Mr. Fanick used to say that you expect a crop every five years. I remember that. But it's been <laughs> it's been more than that now uh, since uh, since then in my whole stay. But uh, they're they're a good plant. Of course, people that have them don't particularly like all that fruit dropping on their lawns and things. So they consider a messy fruit. Or I, I like on in my yard on my car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, but uh, out there where James is, uh, maybe the uh, birds and animals will clean them up. Possums and things clean yeah. them up. Yeah, the raccoons will help him. Okay, Milton, I've been holding this to the end of the show. All right. It could have, it could have taken up the whole show. Uh-oh. No, he didn't write you that much this time. <laughs> Johnson City Joe. Oh, my Lord. Oh, have we talked to him before? I'm not sure. <laughs> no. I, okay, I this, so. it's a new guy? <laughs> He's talked to us, but I don't think we <laughs> talked to him very okay. much. Uh, he sent me some great pictures of... Uh, his granddaughter, uh, number three, he says, that is five foot six inches tall. So Stand, is that... Standing by one of our Bush morning glories. Yeah. And she's cute as a button. Uh, it looks like Joe married well. <laughs> because uh, I don't know where she got that cute look, uh, but... Uh, and, and Joe, there's somebody is sitting in the background of the Bush Morning Glory, which Joe didn't uh, explain who that was. A little old lady with white hair sitting in a in a chair behind her. But uh, his his Bush Morning Glory is doing well even in Johnson City. Mm-hmm. Then the next email he sent me was uh, a photo of uh, Queen Anne's wreath. A lot of people call that Queen Queensry, aka coral vines, and it covers a south-facing window. Uh, note that it goes through my orange tree and on the roof of our house. Charlie O is the hound. He got a got a picture with his uh, dog and uh, and his. Uh, well, and that Charlie O better keep moving, or yeah. or the coral vine's going to be growing over him too. Yeah, but uh, Melton uh, couldn't believe it had that many flowers on it. Oh, Did really? Did you see the picture? 
Yeah. Yeah, I saw the picture. It's yeah, beautiful. Know, full of flowers. Oh, yeah. Right that on looks the side just, of the house. Just looks like mine. Uh, the issue, and I'm sure this is Joe is faced with this. You got uh, it start. You start with a pretty reasonable, manageable <laughs> plant vine on one side of the house, and then, oh, five weeks later, you're, you're walking <laughs> around house and you notice it's growing over the top of the house and going down on the other side of the house. So they're <laughs> they're they're pretty aggressive. And uh, then he said uh, another. Uh, picture with his granddaughter, number three granddaughter, and like I say, she's five feet, five foot six inch, six feet tall, five foot six she's, inches tall. She's five and a half, almost five and a half feet tall. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, and it's a photo with his son, him. S U N N H E M P. It's just a massive amount of fodder, and the root system goes deep and adds nitrogen. That's just that uh, sunflower plant. Plus, plus, oh, okay. Well. What you're talking about. He got it labeled as sun hemp, and it, it, uh, doesn't look, it, it doesn't have a sunflower bloom. But, I mean, isn't that the one we've been talking about all this time? The sun choke? That you had, that you had in your yard that... Yeah. Took over and I mean, you you just counted it as a sunflower. Yeah. No. Yeah. That, that, that's that, not this. That's not it. No. It it has a bloom just like a sunflower. This has a straight bloom. Huh. Uh, spike. It's pretty, and, uh, and it's tall. It's over her head. But uh, and Joe was doing so well for sending that to me. And then he sent one yesterday. Oh, he pushed it, did he? He he ran it for me yesterday. He sent me a picture. Me, me amigos, here is the source of your China berry seed. I'm developing a new and improved variety, which I will call the CJM China berry. In honor of me amigos. Oh, and that's something. Gosh, we'll have to change our, yeah. our names and our <laughs> our addresses. And it says, "See you at the bank." In other words, he's planning to sell a lot of this China. Oh, and uh, we we need to wonder. Yeah. Why? No nursery sells China berries. Millburger doesn't sell China beer. Uh-huh. Why would that be, Milton? Uh, Joe likes them. I know. That's what I don't Kansas understand. If Joe, Joe. Joe's, Joe, that was one of the first topics that Joe brought up Absolute, when he called. Absolutely. Way back when. Absolutely. But anyway, he found a place on the on eBay that you can get twenty to fifty seeds for. Two dollars and fifty cents, or three dollars and fifty cents. I guess that's a fifty. Hmm. Three dollars and fifty cents. Almost four dollars. Now one would ask, why is that seed so cheap? <laughs> it's a mystery. The, the tremendous demand for that China. Yeah, it's, seed. it's really kind of shocking. It's kind of. It's. Uh, I think it's probably like the. 
the oil prices were a while, you know. If, <laughs> well, you, if you can store the seed for me, I'll give you. I'll pay you to take it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but anyway, we appreciate uh, Joe sending us. Yeah, I'm so, we didn't hear from him. He didn't call us at all. No. But he was waiting for me to bring it up at oh. the beginning of the show. So within the next five minutes, we'll probably get a call from you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Which we won't take. Warn Al. Which we won't take. <laughs> oh, yeah, Al. <laughs> uh, Al, if Johnson City Joe calls, tell him we're uh, in a meeting. Yeah. And uh, we can't get to the phone right now. <laughs> Somebody's cut our phone line. We're in the bathroom. We'll call him in a few minutes. <laughs> big, big preparations for the big uh, Zoom conference. Yeah. Did we, virtual, virtual, virtual conference. Did we mention that uh, we had got tri- uh, cilantro plants in? Did we mention that yet? You mentioned it to Trace. That's oh, what okay. I mean. I don't know that we did. Talk about them. Uh, anyway, uh, they had got some beautiful cilantro transplants. Uh, which uh, people really love to put in their Mexican food cooking. Yeah, well, and, and uh, uh, cilantro is great. It, 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 they buy they buy it all winter long because it so it grows it grows and does well in the cool coolness of our fall and winter. But uh, then when the hot weather comes in the spring, it's gone. Now, well, if you're if you're into into beauty. Why aren't you talking about cyclamen and primula instead of uh, uh, cilantro? Because people eat cilantro. They oh. don't eat cyclamen and primula. I guess they could. <laughs> I haven't investigated that yet. But uh, and then, then, of course, the spinach uh, is coming in this week. Maybe. So uh, it's, I, I guess fall has officially arrived since they've got a good supply of spinach available from the retail producers, wholesale producers, too. But but anyway, uh, a lot of good things going on here at Millburger. And next next week, I don't know if yeah. we're going to mention it or not. What's that? Uh, the, uh, I thought this coming week would be the week that uh, the red, white, and blue blue bonnet transplants would be available and uh, it's not too late to plant them and in fact it, uh, we we're on the bunny this week but they're in uh, they're going to be in uh, four and a half inch containers which means uh, they're a pretty nice size plant and uh, I imagine if they're not available this week uh the grower decided to give them another week in the in the pots because they don't want to sell a little bitty old plant in a four and a half inch container. So uh, get your get your beds or planting areas uh, matched out, uh, mat, mapped out, uh, so when the plants do come in, you'll be able to plant them. And there'll be the the uh, red. Uh, red maroon mm-hmm. and uh, uh, the white. I don't. I don't. Uh, John Fan. I mean uh, John Thomas. I think he's called that white angel or something. Something like he makes up on some of those romantic names. Yeah, like he did for the the red maroon, which he calls uh, the uh, by another name. 
and uh, and then the blue, which is uh, if blue if Trace gets the blues in, uh, there'll be Lady Bird Johnson Royal Blue, which is a beautiful plant in itself. There's no there's it's too it's no way that you can get seed this year, especially of those colors. So you have to rely on transplants to uh, plant this year. But it's not not too late. We started, it takes uh, three months to grow that. And uh, we, uh, (laughs) it takes three months to grow a a sellable transplant. Yeah. So we started that far back. And if you want to see what was done last year, uh, the front page of uh, plantanswers.com has uh, has got uh, has got some pictures rotating on there. All right. I forgot to talk about something. Yeah. What? What's that? But I don't know. If, I don't know if I should say the name yet. Oh. We're gonna have something special next Saturday here. Oh, cool. Besides the blood drive, besides the virtual tour, besides all that good stuff. Yep, we're going to have a plant that we haven't been able to get a hold of pretty much all year. Ooh. Hmm. It is a full sun perennial. I think I want to leave it at that. And I'm I'm, work- I'm wonder- working up a, a write-up to put on plantanswers.com about that plant. Do you know what it is? Okay, don't say anything. Yeah. Let's okay. say... Full sun. Do we want to give any hints or no? I did. Full sun, perennial. Okay. Kevin been here in a while. Comes back year after year. Okay. But, but there's no uh, there's no commercial nursery that, uh, oh. that grows. Oh. Okay, I know what it is now. So uh, okay. Anyway, Trace. Uh, I don't know how you could have got it from that. <laughs> oh, because uh, Trace, Trace brought uh, brought a bought a lot of them. All right. It's exciting. All right, so you'll have to. Now will it be on? Will it be featured? Oh no, there's not enough of them for that. Yeah. So we'll, we'll announce it the very first thing we uh, we do, or they should call the nursery, and say, "I heard there was a special plant that was for sale. What is it? And when is it? When will we start having it?" Uh, it will show up sometime Friday. It's Friday, okay. And we'll be on sale. I don't know. What, I'm no, trying to remember what's for, on sale. For sale. For not, sale. Okay. Not on sale. There's, for not, sale. there's not enough of them. Yeah. Okay. And I'm thinking there's going to be a big demand. Okay. What is we, we can't tell you. Missed out on it. He won't. It's we, a secret. We've mentioned it four times, Calvin. What were you doing? No. <laughs> uh, Busy answering questions. I know. No, we, Trace won't tell us what it is. We have to figure it out. <laughs> All right. got to take a break, by the way. 210-308. And then we'll talk to somebody, JCJ. I don't know who that is. We'll talk to him right after this on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, and on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Down in the valley on the foggy hill, rock stood a crazy little demon blowing his top. Fire in his eyes and smoke from his head. You got to be real cool to hear the words he said. He did and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. 210-308-8867. Johnson City Joe is on the line. Oh, I thought you ought not to take that call. Oh, well, I think he fooled Al. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yes, sir. What's going on, I was on, outside Joe? working, and I heard y'all make a mistake. That sun oh. hint, 
hemp. It's a hemp plant. It's not a sunflower. It's a hemp. It's got a real deep deep taproot. It puts nitrogen in the soil. And then it grows. I went and measured it after my granddaughter left. It's nine foot tall. It's got that flower up on it, and they use it for fodder for animals to eat and also to improve the soil. It's a wildlife uh, plant for wildlife also, but humans should eat it. And it's Hello? a hemp plant? It's a hemp. It's a hemp plant. H-E-M-P. Are you growing illegal hemp up there? No, sun hemp is legal in Texas. <laughs> is it, oh, it's legal in Texas? Yeah, not in Mississippi. Have you have you smoked any of it, Jim? No, well, I, I'm not above uh, trying it. <laughs> and that little old lady on on the back porch—that's yeah. my 92-year-old mother-in-law. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so you're you're, you're a good man taking care of your mother-in-law. Jim. Oh yeah, she lives with us. So it's I me took, and my I wife were both 71, and it's her. So nobody with a sniffle <laughs> can come near our house. Because there of coronavirus. <laughs> so we're, we're uh, but anyway, I want to clarify that on that sun hemp. It's a real good plant to break up. And, oh, by the way, it traps nematodes. Now, so it's a real good plant. Where did you huh? get that information? From Hancock Seed Company. Oh, Jesus. And you could also go online and look at it. I mean, you could just uh, do S-U-N-N. Yeah, right. S-U-N-N. It came from Southeast Asia, mainly around India. Yeah. Is that what, is that son named after a person? I, I don't know. I haven't checked that name out. Okay. But it's been around for ever since the dawn of agriculture. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought maybe it was just a misspelling of the plant we'd been yeah. talking about all year. <laughs> yeah. No. But it's, I bought it particularly because I got that horse pen. I'm trying to break up that clay. Yeah. And uh, it's done better than I thought it would do. It's done exactly what the, they, as they advertise it. Then I'm going to cut it down, and I'm just going to use it for mulch. Yeah. So you... you uh Got the seed from a, on a seed a seed company, you said? Yeah, Hancock Seed Company. It, it's okay. a known uh, agricultural seed company. Oh, okay. Been around for a long time. Okay. It's uh, it's like for if you want to buy bulk stuff and like that, I just bought a few pounds of it, uh, yeah. a lot more than I needed. <laughs> and it came pre-inoculated. Oh, good. Yeah, so I got you could get it either way, but I got it inoculated. It didn't cost that much more. Yeah, do you, is that that means it's a uh, it's a uh, lagoon? It's in the lagoon family. Okay, okay. Okay. Can you imagine the... how tall that thing? It's almost nine feet tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, you you uh, thank your number three granddaughter for posing and. 
Yeah, I had to put something there by it uh, to get some perspective <laughs> of it. She's a beauty. But did you like that bush morning glory? That's uh, yeah, yeah, that's weird. Nice. You did good. Yeah. And yeah. Joe, don't uh, you're you're being kind, but don't you hate it when jealousy rears its ugly head and people <laughs> mock you for your china berry? You're going to corner the market on china berries. Corner right, uh, market on the china berry. I don't know why I should do that. I got enough sprouts in my yard right now to just <laughs> sprout up. <laughs> I find china berry year round up here. You're yes, just jealous of it. Can you figure out why no nursery sells it, Joe? No, they haven't come up with one yet that doesn't produce berries. <laughs> <laughs> well, in my neighborhood, we're thinking of putting uh, roadblocks up to people. Yeah. That's right, <laughs> yeah. Now, now the artists the call it mahogany, river mahogany. Yeah, you I know, don't know why. That, that, cra- that crazy Greg Grant... Uh, <laughs> I love variegated plants. Yeah. And uh, he he would come down, and we we would ride the roads <laughs> looking for a variegated china berry. <laughs> and we actually we actually found one. I I don't know if he put that on the market or not. Uh, over there on Somerset Road, right uh, right off of uh, 410. Well, it's a pretty until it starts producing berries. Yeah. And it puts on real pretty flowers that smell really good. But wow, once you man. get them, you got them. Uh. You'll be fighting them for the rest of your life. Wow. I've cut them down, uh, every one I can find, and I'm still getting sprouts. Yeah. Hmm. I, I, had, I had a couple on my property when I first moved in there. So I guess those seeds last a long time. Oh yeah. Do the do you do you cut the sprouts and they come back? No, I spray them. Hell with that. Oh okay, okay. Yeah, I, I go in there with that uh, pasture uh, pa- uh, pasture guard. Yeah, yeah. I just spray the hell out of them. Okay. Hey, Joe, we need to run. Okay. Hey, I want to make y'all aware of that sun hemp. It's not a yeah. sunflower. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. Hi, Joe. And if, right. if those are uh, federal people listening, uh, want <laughs> Joe's address, I have his home well, address. You just got to go to Johnson City and ask for him. Everybody knows who he is. We have to say goodbye today, but uh, we're going to be back next week.